Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's Radio Sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. We've known each other a long time, Jordan. Yeah. If there's anything you know about what I value and prioritize, it is health for seniors. Right, yes. Health for seniors. And... I am dealing with a senior health crisis right now. Okay. Senioritis? <laughs> yes. <laughs> you're going off campus for lunch, and you're not coming back for fourth period. I thought senioritis was a skin thing. Eliza Skinner is our guest <laughs> on <laughs> She had a bad boyfriend junior year. <laughs> well, gosh, I need to review a lot of things that happened to me. <laughs> Okay, so this is what's going on. This is what's going on with me. Um, I recently found a new doctor. Okay, where was it? Like under a tree, or <laughs> <laughs> under a bridge? Yeah, you a find three of them, map. you can turn them in for uh, for the game controller. <laughs> I got a, a Tootsie Pop that had a, the Indian shooting a oh, star. Nice. And then so yeah, you got to save the doctor. You got to save the doctor, Jesse. Yeah. Don't just blow it on the Tootsie Pop. <laughs> okay, you got to save them, and eventually, yeah. so. I wanted to book I wanted to I find wanted a doctor right by my house. That's like a thing I'm oh, into yeah. right now is like what if instead of the best medical care I had the most proximate medical care. Yes, like a bodega of Like what if I could just medicine. walk to the doctor? Mm-hmm. I had a walkable dentist that I didn't like other than the fact that he was walkable. Oh, it's like the difference between like a library and one of those mini libraries outside of someone's house. Right, yes. Like yes. if you just could have like a mini doctor. Like yeah. this is good. I can do all my reading out yeah. of this little free library. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as yeah. long as I watch the scale of my health right. problems. What a, I think. Lot I guess, of, a lot of Bill O'Reilly books in here, yeah. but uh, you know, maybe he's got some, I don't know. I can see what the guy, yeah, I'm that's open to they, new ideas. That's why they call it a doc in the box, am I right? Yeah. Hey. So I had gone to see Dr. Alsa. And I wasn't nuts about that guy. So I'm I'm looking for a new doc. And I made an appointment with this doctor who turns out is in a community health clinic. Very strong community health clinic vibes in this place. Mm-hmm. Uh, doctor is great, but definitely a lot of, um, I guess, just like on my way into my appointment, I was deloused. Um, is is part of your? I, I had a, I got most of my medical care from a community health clinic for a long time, and part of the like intake form was, "Have you traded drugs for sex recently?" Yeah, that's roughly <laughs> yeah, the kind of yeah. Like the waiting room just always feels like an emergency room waiting room. Yeah, but yeah. It, it's a it's a also a vibrant rainbow of humanity uh, sure. with plenty of people just mm-hmm. <laughs> and just a reflection have a, an of unusual itch. where <laughs> capitalism has gotten us and yeah. our priorities. So I I ended up like uh, the doctor was great. I uh, had a great interaction with her. Um, shared a few laughs. Uh, she asked me if I was a professor. I assumed it was because of my beard. She said it was because I seemed well informed. Um, I thought that was very generous was of like her. Highlight of the week. Yeah. Um, and Were you just repeating the periodic table to yourself over and over again? <laughs> I was hiding my face with a New Yorker. <laughs> um, and uh, I got sent out to like get my tests done. But the test person was out that day. So I sat like an hour plus waiting. And then they said, there's a substitute test person. And oh, did I they don't just play a video? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> and played a lot of pranks on him, right? <laughs> Put so, a tack in the chair. <laughs> I had to circle back to this morning. This is like a week later. They're like, if you come right at 8.15, you'll be able to. And I thought I was just getting phlebotomy. Mm-hmm. Just a simple, classic phlebotomy situation. Just, I traded uh, drugs for a phlebotomy <laughs> once. <laughs> uh, but for the, uh, the, the, the non-professorial listeners, you mean a vampire test. Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And um, I had a true... Wait, what is actually a phlebotomy? Uh, I don't know. Blood draw. Blood draw. Oh, okay. Just a blood draw, yeah. A vampire test. That's a vampire fun. test, yeah. And uh, I did, you know, the, the nurse, it was a... Again, I'm a, I prioritize senior health as a senior myself now as I, as I enter my 40s here. Yeah. Um, the nurse. I enjoy your ARP Life neck tattoo. Did. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. You don't even know the show, the card at Sizzler. You just flash the tat. Yep. Yeah. I 20% got, off. <laughs> I got it uh, when I was 36, but that's when I started getting the mailings. Hey, so, then, that's, yeah. then you're good to go. I did. I did see a TikTok of a handsome young person talking very fast about how anyone can get an AARP card, and they should. Oh, yeah. I think it's. I think I didn't. I haven't followed up, but I, you know, you see a TikTok, you assume it's true. Yeah. Um, With a little bit of like, okay, what's this scam about? Sure, All yeah. Right. But it's probably true. I'll get. <laughs> I'll go ahead and get scammed by this. I assume uh, that it's like a higher end Valpak. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's about right. Yeah. I um, do you think you can stack it with a triple A discount? <laughs> you probably get a triple A discount with from your the AARP card. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I I mean the magazine's not beaten Westways though, right? <laughs> the AARP <laughs> magazine's probably pretty good, oh, but it's no. not beating Westways. Oh no! So I, again, I support all seniors in yeah. their health, so I would never say that this nurse had a Mister Magoo vibe. Uh, much less a Mrs. Magoo vibe. Mm-hmm. But I'll say that her... But you've got tracks now. I would characterize her stabbings <laughs> as wild. <laughs> Erratic would be the... Yep. Like, she got it in there. I'm not bad at it. She got it in there, but... Did there she was do just the dig a, around once it was already in? Yeah, a few times. She yeah. accidentally doinked it. Yeah. I'm Doink. like, that's inside yeah. me. The craziest ones I've had are when they, they get it and they're like, whoops, that's not it. Maybe they're, maybe they're, but the needle is still partly in your arm and they're just kind of like mm. having children, twisting it around. <laughs> having children and uh, having a, like a profoundly pale and uh, difficult to uh, draw blood from It's not a flattering way to, oh, your Uh, wife. Okay. Still not flattering. (laughs) Uh, Like really taught me the difference between the like person at the nurse's station who's good at it and the other people. Because what you want is the ones who aren't good at it to take a look and say, I'm going to go get the one who's good at it. You know what I love? I love when you got to get blood drawn and they're like, "Uh, like where, what vein is good? And I'm always like, I I don't know, and like they're like, well, let's see your arms, and you show them their arms, and they're like, oh you guys, yeah, you guys don't that. have a, you guys don't have a favorite vein. I don't, but I love when they're like, oh, that's the one. Oh, like, that, I'm gonna oh, blow it's, that fat. It's vein. that right arm. That's the one. <laughs> that's and I'm the like, main vein. Like I'm like, hell yeah, I got fucking sweet veins. Yeah. Um, and sometimes they'll also compliment you on the veins, and mm-hmm. that's that's really. I've even talked to phlebotomists before about like, 
I don't really know where to take that compliment. Yeah. Like, they're like, well, it is nice. I'm like, yeah, I can't really tell anybody you said that, though. Um, yeah. <laughs> I do. I do. I do. Ha- I've been told I have nice veins. Yeah. Maybe. Th- oh, man. Did they say that to everybody? No, no, no. I mean, I think I, I felt like they were being sincere. So I started. Did they brush your hair away from your face as they were saying it? <laughs> Beautiful veins. <laughs> I did start an OnlyFans for everyone telling me to post veins on Maine. Wow. <laughs> so if you've been tweeting at me, post veins to uh, Maine. I don't think those are the veins they mean. <laughs> well, hey, I'm giving, them, I'm giving them veins. That should be enough. Have fun jacking it, weirdos. I don't know. Here's so. the veins you've requested. Uh, I love that sketch album of yours. Have fun jacking it, weirdos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, people had that one, and then the Adam Sandler one where, where he uh, said, fuck me in the goat ass. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Holds up pretty well. <laughs> funny's funny. Funny's funny. If I, if you don't mind me traipsing further down the oh, sorry. Jordan Jesse Go, as brought to you by David Cronenberg path that we're mm-hmm. here on, I got my blood drawn. Yes. Welcome to the new flesh. And then she shared with me that it is the time in my life when going in for a physical includes uh, evaluating my colorectal health. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so this is your first time entering this area? (laughs) Because I've had about eight million colonoscopies. (laughs) They call me colonoscopy gal. (laughs) Happy anal August, everybody. Happy anal August. Actually, if anybody does that, I will be pretty upset, but I have had a lot of colonoscopies. I've got got a good disease. Um, Go ahead. I, first of all, my sympathy is with you. I, I the best sleep of my life every time. Yeah, there really. You go. Yeah, even the one time I woke up. Um, <laughs> still, really great nap. Terrible prep, but oh, what a nap! It's how uh, Michael Jackson died. Same drug. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> We've discussed the time that they gave me that drug and they bragged about it right before they gave. They it They always me. brag about mm-hmm. it. They're always they're like, like, "This is the Michael Jackson him. stuff." There's just, and they also act like they're giving you like hot fudge. They're like. Oh boy, you're getting this stuff. Mm-hmm. Like I don't. Since you've got such lovely veins, I didn't come here for drugs. This <laughs> I'm going to give you what killed the king of pop. Yeah. So I don't. I, I I'm not yet. Unless there's an issue with testing, I'm not yet qualified for a routine colonoscopy. I think they. I'm they more of a that drug that killed Prince guy. Yeah. <laughs> Can I have uh, that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's that's just fentanyl, right? Yeah, I think that was just fentanyl. Yeah. Um. And so, yeah, you can have it buying any drugs on the street today. <laughs> <Yes>. Sorry. <laughs> See you, losers. <laughs> um, Matt, we're going to El Pollo Loco and we're buying some fentanyl. Hell yeah. <laughs> Matt was texting us about El Pollo Loco earlier. Yeah, he's yeah. excited. You give it out with packets of sauce, right? We've. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the woman hands me, this kind woman, kind, medium kind woman. Wow. Hands not. <laughs> Salty and shady. Not mm-hmm. unkind. Well, she's digging around inside my body. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Been there. You know what I'm saying? All the colonoscopies. <laughs> so she... You had- want her to like stroke your head and tell her, <laughs> you know, tell you that you're special. She hands me the kit uh-huh. that has a bag and th- some testing things inside. Mm-hmm. And some coffee stirrers. Oh, for uh, a fecal sample? Yeah. Did she give you the hat? Do you get a hat? Oh, yeah. Hold on. So this is what happened. I want to talk about the hat in a <laughs> okay. moment. So the, so she had just handed me a cup to pee in, mm-hmm. which I've peed in cups. 
Sure, who hasn't? Yeah. Any road trip. <laughs> I, I, I was ready to pee in a cup. Yeah, and, you were a long haul trucker for a while, right? And uh, my migraine. That childhood game, pee in a cup? Sure. <laughs> my migraine supplement gives me just incredibly vivid urine. So, <laughs> oh. like, I. What are we talking? It's like a Baja Blast? <laughs> yeah, like full scale. Wow. wow. Without exception. Doesn't matter how much water. Wow. It's a whole freestyle Coke machine. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, once the blood gets in right. there, yes. <laughs> if you press Jelly's <laughs> Orange Fanta. If you press. Yeah. I was going to say, if we if if you press Jesse's belly button, you get Orange Fanta. Okay. <laughs> We're both thinking Fanta. That's yeah. fun, huh? It is fun. But you could probably put, like, like vanilla syrup in there also. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> so the woman explains, she says, have you used this before? And I said, yes, though I had not. <laughs> I realized. Cool. I, mean, I wasn't. Yeah, I, I mean, was my like, mom I do this have, all the time. My mom and I go here all the time. It was a real, yeah. like, <laughs> any anything for me to leave. Sure. Yeah, just, like, move this along. And she's sort of speaking to me in a voice that I would compare to uh, when when Matt Besser of the Upright Citizens Brigade used to do an impression of Bjork, mm-hmm. dress as okay. Bjork and then go She's very shrill, like this. And there's cards inside that have you. I'm sorry for the. It, I don't like to talk about poops. <laughs> and yet, and yet, you and yet. but it seemed too important. <laughs> yet you were like, wait, <laughs> gotta tell this story. So, so did you this is my concern. Did so you, you don't cup? poop in a cup. You don't have to poop in a cup. In fact, you don't even, all you, all you deal with is your toilet paper. You don't have to deal with the poop itself. I mean, the poop on the toilet paper, but you don't deal yeah. with it. I wouldn't want to poop at the doctor's office. I'm saving it for marriage. There you go. <laughs> so, what a well, lucky I'd, like girl. To ma- <laughs> I'd like to marry a doctor. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, my mother, I don't. Yeah. My, my mother would love that. Yeah. Someone who knows what to do with it. So, you get these three. What do you do with 40 years of poop? <laughs> you get these three cards that fold up like a matchbook. Yeah, so you can tell if you're going to end up in a mansion, a house, <laughs> an apartment, or a shack. Yeah. It's called a duty catcher. Yeah. <laughs> and there's three separate cards, and what you do is you use your coffee stirrer to in to introduce each card to a sample. Right. Yes. And... The cards take – so here's my concern. Mm-hmm. All of this is just medical necessity. You're spreading shit on a card. And at the end of the day, fine. I got to do what I got to do. They stuck a needle in my arm. I peed in a cup. I'm just doing what has to get done. Mm-hmm. I'm a man. Did they poke I'm an your adult. Eyes? I'm not a child. <laughs> I can do this. Yeah. Right? But here's the concern about the cards. Obviously – if the question is, wait till you go to the bathroom, share the samples to the cards, return the cards to the woman, she pretends like she's not collecting your poop cards, and the end, sort of like with pee in a cup. That's fine. I can manage that. No problem. Okay? This is the reality of how this works. Three cards over five days. And you just, like, when you're least expecting it, 
like a, uh, like a barista will hand it to you and be like, is this your card? No, <laughs> it is not a random steroid test. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's not, it's not like a, Although it's not like being served papers. Oh, I thought Quite maybe it was like a, like a right long, now. like a long play magic trick. Um. <laughs> no, it is, you, so the thing of it is, you have to have it with you. The cards. All the cards, because you can't turn them in one at a time. So either you have to, you can only do them one at a time. You have to do three over five days, so you can't do them from the same action. But you're, but you have to say you're. So you have two shit cards. So your choice you is either you somewhere. have a shit stash at your house, right? That you brought home you don't, from where that's you don't. A, ha, you don't. I have a shit stash for when the shit goes down. I mean, <laughs> most people do shit at home. Mostly, but I mean, that's not a promise. I mean. I, I would I would I would say I think most people shit at home maybe additionally somewhere else too right. but you but you yeah. you do usually get that I I think it's a fair ask to assume that your patient is going to be able to shit at home three times do, I guess this is I this is also this question sprung to mind how regular are you do you, do you, can you predict your own shit? I am so glad shits? that this is the episode that I came on to plug my show. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad this is the episode I came on to, to plug my- Your shit? My show. Excuse me. <laughs> Sorry. Bottom. Just my show. Just um, my show. Okay. I also want to say that this is not a- I think you may have gotten swindled or tricked. This may be like a Magic Castle be a, long so game. This, this is a Magic Castle. This is Magic Castle Lincoln Heights. This yeah. is not a yeah. community no, health you're gonna, clinic. You're, you're telling the me. next time you go to Magic Castle, you're gonna see these cards. I'm gonna say <laughs> gonna be like, a similarly well dressed crowd. At the, they, yeah, because um, what what this is all missing is the hat. Mm. Okay, so. So I think we've made clear my concern and objection is the prospect of having to maintain a collection of samples mm -hmm. rather than simply being able to brush them out of my mind mm -hmm. um, as I scrape them onto the sample mm -hmm. collection card. You mentioned you you suffer from a gut disease, mm -hmm. and this involves a, a hat. Well, yeah. So it involves like having a gastroenterologist and like being being monitored for years and years and part of it is this isn't something they give you the first time in probably yeah i don't i mean they don't put it on top of your head like when you go to in and out well and you're so a child. here's the thing they give you like a little bag of of different vials and instructions and all that and they give you what they call the hat mm. which is a white plastic I guess I guess what they're thinking is it looks kind of like a little like um, pilgrim's hat, uh -huh. but it goes into your toilet to okay. make your toilet like a little potty. Oh. So the fact that they call it the hat is very upsetting. Sure, <laughs> because what like you've never shit in a hat? Well, you just can't not imagine someone just plopping that hat that on their head and it's it, right. right like the the monopoly guys headed to <laughs> yeah. park place and yeah. he yeah. dons but his they famous cap it, again like they love telling you how great your veins are they mm -hmm. love telling you that this is michael jackson's drug they love telling you it's called the hat yeah they're like don't forget your hat did i give you a hat okay good uh -huh. you got the hat the shit into it hat our <laughs> medical professionals work so hard for us and mm -hmm. we're we're so grateful to them and we shouldn't have to pretend like their shit is normal just <laughs> yeah. because they're helping us so much. Yes. That's how I feel. Mm -hmm. Like just because to them it's okay to call it a hat doesn't mean that 
I should have to hear them call it a hack. What you're saying is we're all weirdos doing the best we can. Mm. No, not medical professionals. I'm against them now. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. I've, you know who's the worst? Nurses and teachers <laughs> and <laughs> single mothers <laughs> Oof. and first responders. Again, hey, I've been so meaning to quit this the is podcast the episode for a while. Oh, yeah. This is great. Um, Leaves with come me. check me I'm out, Portland, <laughs> which will agree with all of these ideas. <laughs> Portland, Oregon. Yeah. That, how many? Wear, wear a hat, get twenty five percent off at a licensed <laughs> right. show. Oh boy! Uh, take cash card or shit tickets, mm-hmm. um, and that card should have shit on this it. This card should have shit on it. No, I'm very grateful for. I'm how very many grateful samples? For how many samples deep? Are I'm you? only one sample deep. You got two I'm more to go. Only one sample deep, and the, uh, that's I mean, not enough for a good song. I. The <laughs> other thing about it is that you can't you can't take uh, any like aspirin or anything mm. as well and like all I do is do take aspirin all so the time. so hard you get headaches? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I take so much aspirin that sometimes I bleed. Mm. So uh, it's, a, it's a whole tricky operation and I, there's a part of me that just wants to go in there and be like give me some of that Michael Jackson shit and I will go to bed. Mm-hmm. Shove it up there and see what happens. Mm. Let you'll, me know how it looks in there. Buddy. You'll get there someday. Yeah. I know. Do you think they'll compliment your shit in the same way they compliment your veins? God. They'd be like, oh, oh. Never had that experience. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, but there are certain samples that they want you to freeze. So, Wow. That's what I can tell you about that. You know, when I was a kid, uh, my rat died. Congratulations. My hamster. I mean, I'm so sorry. Nope, my lizard. My lizard died. This is a wild Rex. freezer, I'm imagining. Rex, the lizard. <laughs> Uh, Rex the lizard died and um, he died of a tumor and my mom froze him for science but then had no further plan beyond. I think this is the one of the most you could my just mom... just stick a frozen lizard into an envelope, write science on it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and you send it up the same way you send a letter to Santa. <laughs> right, yes. You drop it in you, you drop it in the science box at Macy's. This is going to science in Galapagos mm-hmm. Island. Yeah. I was like, are we going to biopsy my my mom is not a scientist. My mom doesn't own a scalpel. Yeah, this is like that Black Mirror episode. About my mom? Yeah, where when the guy Where you went can't home. read anything she writes, her handwriting, you can't even tell. Then even if you can recognize the letters, the words don't exactly make sense. And the quality of those Black Mirrors is a little all over the place. <laughs> yeah. it, happens, it happens with the anthologies. There's some great ones. We all like the wild. president fucking the pig. We all yeah, like yeah. the, the they're in the 80s. Yeah. I thought yeah. it was, in, yeah. honestly thought it was inspired to cast Stephen Fry as my mom. Sure. <laughs> this is kind of exciting. Jesse, you talked a couple episodes ago about seeing Roadhouse for the first time. Uh, you know, cable TV action movie classic. Um and I think your review was your pro pro Roadhouse. Oh, pro Roadhouse. Roadhouse! Yeah, Roadhouse is a blast. I did not expect so much body horror. Sure, <laughs> just the level of intense brutality. Right. In the, at, towards the end, at, at what had been a like pretty genial punch each other movie for a while, shocked me. But yeah, it's a uh, fun movie. Eliza, you had a similar experience. You saw I saw Roadhouse a long time ago. (laughs) Right, yes. (laughs) We all saw Roadhouse in 1996 like we were supposed to. Sorry. Jesse was just putting it off. Sorry. Um, Sorry, Mike Nelson. I said they have sex standing up in that movie, right? 
Oh boy, in you know Roadhouse? Yeah. I don't remember up against standing a wall up sex or something. In it. Maybe so. I, I think there's a lot of like random nudity. A lot of Maybe. like a lot of like women in the bar will just dump them out. Yeah. I don't know if there's I mean, any Swayze dumps <laughs> oh, it out. What a romantic. <laughs> <laughs> there's like there's a lot of Swayze nudity in Roadhouse. Sure, yeah. And it's sort of like and he has such a like um like a bodacious bod. Right. He's such a like a big round butt. Mm-hmm. And he's sort of a prancer. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like as a the way he moves. Uh, you mean like a dancer? I mean like a prancer specifically, like okay. up and downsies. All right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like womp, womp, womp. like he looks like like an antelope or something. Hmm. I think we, you know, we talk about the 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 desexualizing of 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 mainstream movies now, right? Everything's yeah. PG-13, everything's kind of sexless. There was a time when all of your action hunks had to do a a butt in the moonbeam walk. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Van Damme, Stallone's. Everybody had to kind of like walk across a room lit by a moonbeam, where you got to see them cakes. Yeah, maybe they got into a shower sometimes. Maybe they were getting mm-hmm. into a shower. Maybe they opened a refrigerator and they were backlit. Oh, that's a good mm-hmm. Swayze's. Swayze's cakes <laughs> look great in the light of the fridge. Uh, yeah. uh, the physicality but, of the physicality of Swayze in Roadhouse is absolutely mesmerizing because he's. Much smaller than all the people that he fights. And he has that big round dance butt Mm -hmm. and powerful dance butt. And he also just, I mean, he's obviously a gorgeous guy, but like he also has his crazy 1990 hair. Mm -hmm. And it's everything, everything about it. Fascinating physically. Um, but, but Eliza, taken. you saw Taken for the first I time. I did. Yeah, yeah. I had not. Um, it's one of those movies that was like so in the cultural zeitgeist that like it kind of felt like I had seen it, and then was like, oh wait, I have not ever seen this. Right. I've heard references, made references, uh, but I've never actually seen it. Um, you so t- I- literally Taken. Yeah, I have been taken. Um, I've been taken too. Mm-hmm. Um, taken, hey, taken people take people. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's, that's a good point. <laughs> if you were taken, you will take yourself. I talk to my tacologist about that all the time. Got <laughs> um, a vampire doctor. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just doing the other. We got to break the intergenerational so, taking cycle. Mm-hmm. I watched it, and it was so good. But it also made me a little bit sad. Sure. Um, because it harkened back to a time when movies were allowed to be fictional, not proof of um, global uh, conspiracies. Sure. Yes. Mm. Because. Have you only been watching Dinesh D'Souza movies? <laughs> no, but I, I feel like everything now, people are like, oh, you know, that's that's true. Like, you, if you, I don't think they could make that movie now. Sure. Because people, yeah. like, I think a lot of people would be like would not would not want to touch it because it it has it, a, yeah it has a like trafficking plot in it's it. got and, a, now and it's, it's a bananas like, trafficking yeah, plot sure it's a trafficking plot where they take the where they they take um, teenagers um, apparently big U two fans and um, yeah. then they <laughs> they drug them up well they probably they got they they probably got those uh, those phones that. Right. Yeah. So they—that's th- probably what, what um, red pilled them for you too. Yeah. It was um, a red I- iPhone mm-hmm. pill. And they um, so then they drug them up and they're stuck in these beds, all drugged up in some house. And then they sell them in a very like um, 
dramatic goth sort of uh, auction Mm -hmm. to billionaires. Right. And just in general, the idea of billionaires needing to buy women is like that they're they're billionaires. Right. They're they do buy women, but it's just it's not it's a different kind of transaction. Yeah. You know all their (laughs) every woman in their life generally probably in some way has made it. I don't mean that So they don't when you say that they're trafficked in the room, it's like a row of beds, and they're all they zonk them all out in the beds. Yeah, yeah. So well, it's they, like a bunch of it's a house with all these different rooms. And they're all zonked out in the rooms. They're like, which oh, otherwise you would, they're too noisy. Well, I mean, I guess you would think that it's like a brothel, but they're waiting to sell them to these billionaires. Right. So I didn't get the sense that it was. It, and and when they're being, selling them to the billionaires, they're wearing these like ornate capes and they're again so like super zonked out and they like reveal their faces with the with the weird spooky capes um and the billionaires seem to be in like glass um like sky boxes mm-hmm. that's where they're doing their bidding with like a oh. little telephone well that's nice that yeah. they don't have to get down on the floor and yeah yeah it's, it's not like it's not like being a commodities trader and you have to wait yeah <laughs> yeah no exactly very yeah, um, nice glass box there's a buffet in there yeah very pristine um, I, I would like to talk I want to I want to get your impression of about the U2 of it all yes so Jesse have you seen Taken I haven't seen Taken it's good Ta- yeah it is and it, it is even better I will say if you if you're a first timer if you've not been took watch it I don't know who wrote Taken I don't know who directed you're not Taken. supposed Liam, to the answer is Liam Neeson and Liam Neeson I'm yeah pretty sure. it, it <laughs> right. sprung forth from right. the, the earth it just right it, ex- it, it it's 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 here now it'll be here long after we're yeah. dead there, it has always been it always it will is, be yes exactly yeah. someone now realized forever. that Liam Neeson possessed right. Liam Neeson esque qualities and it therefore if you are going to watch taken for the first time which i suggest you do um watch it with the headcanon my dad wrote this <laughs> <laughs> because it it just seems like it okay jesse like it will heal any wounds yeah it is like dad the the the, the premise of the movie is dad was right <laughs> i called my dad a dork I didn't listen to him, but he was fucking right the whole time. Yeah, it sort of and uproots he saved the whole, me anyway. The whole basis of rich dad, poor dad. Right. It's like nope, way other. You know, um, opposite day. And and the uh, the you know the the daughter gets taken. Dad doesn't want her to go to Europe. The her permissive stepdad says she can. The rich dad. The rich dad who's not as. Ept. Eliza, I have not read Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Um, I've been putting it off. I'm trying to figure out who moved my cheese. <laughs> oh, yeah. Rich Dad, Poor Dad, I believe, is like you could be either dad. So, like, why would you be the poor dad? Oh. And I'm just figuring out where, what planet those women are from. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not Pluto. It's not Pluto. <laughs> Wherever it is, they're dumping them out. <laughs> um, it's not my anus. And the... <laughs> the uh, it, she she goes to Europe because she is a teenager in when did this movie come out two thousand ten two thousand five sure, probably they are following you two around Europe. I the just fucking are. love that whoever wrote that movie that was their pull pull for cool band. Yeah, it rules. It really it kind of feels like um like it was a placeholder 
um, and whoever wrote it was like, they're saying you two, and somebody was like, right. are, are you sure you two? Stop, stop. We got. We oh shit! Keep we going. shot the movie. We shot it. No, we they can't say it. We can't. We we've got important action to make. We yeah. can't stop and tinker with things like that. Right. We just got to We got to go get this girl. You know, but like I think a is... lot of kids imprinted on the pop tour. Sure. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, but yeah, but it is just all about how no one listens to dad, but he was right and he saves you anyways. It, it's really it's really lovely if you kind of watch now, it like that. You said not to watch the sequels. Yeah, I have seen Taken 2 and 3 and couldn't tell you much about them other than in one of them. There's a thing where someone... Tokyo Drifts. Tokyo Drifts. Yeah, right? <laughs> and then Vin Diesel shows up at the end. <laughs> it's like, this doesn't really seem like it's part of the whole series. Yeah, I have no... I don't remember anything from Taken 2 or 3. Uh, maybe I'm wrong if I need to revisit the yeah. sequels. Let me know. Um, hit me up on my veins only fans. It does really seem like a real dad classic. Because also, he's not a super jacked action dude. Yeah. Um, he's just an intense kind of sad single dad with an unplaceable accent but yeah. he does like like beat oh yeah like it's yeah. not just like he doesn't play like a bill pullman like role no he play i mean he is an action that but that's what's like cool about it because it's not you know he has a kind of a it, vague backstory where he's like i used to i used to do things to men yeah oh he did things to yeah. men but it's kind of and it, yeah so it's kind of like he's like a scarier type right. of guy who like knows how to do murder in three moves Got but it. he doesn't look like a vin diesel or a or a the rock like your typical action right kind of guy he looks more liam neeson he looks very liam neeson in a way seeing it actually i was like oh now i understand the gray this is this is how the gray got made right yeah uh, most deceptive advertising campaign of all time on The Grey. You think um, so? Yeah, The Grey, I think, was sold to us. And The Grey, I think, is a pretty good movie. Um, it's like a survival wilderness movie, but the trailer was a shot of Liam Neeson taking those um, uh, airplane oh, liquor bottles. It's like the last shot in the whole using movie. Using them as Wolverine claws and charging at a wolf. Last shot of the movie. Spoiler yeah. alert. Wow. That is not what the movie is about. The movie is about a man lost... In in the in the snow area, yeah, wondering if there's a god, yeah, and like trying to get his friends through, or not even his friends, like the people he goes yeah. in the plane crash with, through it all, survive it, and like they're dying off the whole way. But it also, I mean, I remember leaving that movie and thinking, wow, if it was the most popular movie in America, mm -hmm. and I was like, this means America needs a girlfriend. Like, what's <laughs> happening? America is really like eaten over the sink right now, you know, sure. <laughs> with like a couple of dumbbells in the in one hand. Have America throw out that beanbag chair. Yeah, you know what? You can have a little comfort, America. You sure. can be a little bit easier on yourself. America, at least frame your posters. Yeah, frame your posters, you know? America. They'll look a lot better. Wash your sheets, America. Anyway, mm -hmm. you guys want to take a little break and uh, frame some, Ameri some of America's posters? We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. He's got to use the hat. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy, detective. Okay, look, you're if you're in London or anywhere nearby, you're you're on the hook to come to Jordan, Jesse Go because we're flying six thousand miles. Are you gonna, Jordan? Do you promise that if people come to the, our Jordan, Jesse Go show in London, 
you'll do uh, your Liam Neeson as an American voice? Oh, uh, yeah. Do you think the the audience will like that, or do you think they'll be insulted by it? Either way, yes, I will yeah. do it. <laughs> right? I mean, there you go. And we can just say bus, lorry, whatever, and then we'll be done. Sure, yeah. Uh, have you seen the new Mission Impossible movie, the most recent Mission Impossible movie? No, I haven't. Ooh, Carrie Elways is in that, doing an American accent, and it is, it's the wildest one of these I have ever heard. Carrie Elways is Carrie in it. Elways, yeah. That guy's, part. isn't that the guy who's, isn't he like star of like Saw or something like that? Yeah, he is. He's the first, the first Saw movie. I don't know if he appeared in any of the sequels, but uh, yeah. So it's Robin Hood, Men in Tights, yeah. the Princess Bride, <laughs> Bride Saw, Saw, and the new Mission Impossible movie. Yeah. Amazing. He is enjoying those R's, the R's that's coming, that are coming out of Elways. September 14th. They're in London. And don't forget to see Judge John Hodgman, too. We're in uh, Dublin, Belfast, Edinburgh, and Copenhagen as well. Um, As well as American Destinations, MaximumFun.org slash events. You're doing something here in Los Angeles, Jordan. Yeah, this is is kind of a cool event uh, on the 26th. And uh, not just for folks in Los Angeles, Jesse. People all over the globe can take advantage of this cool event. It is a benefit event for the Entertainment Community Fund. That is a fund that is helping out folks out there on the picket lines uh, who are members of the WGA and the SAG guilds. If you want to support those folks, this is a great way to do that. The gang at Orphan Books is putting on a really cool event called An Afternoon with Authors. It's at the Dynasty Typewriter. It is on the 26th of August. It is at 4 p.m. You can go see that at the theater. You can live stream that anywhere in the world. Go to the Dynasty Typewriter website. Um, Here's who's on this thing. It's me. You got Max Greenfield. Yeah. From the new girl, Amber Benson. Guy, can I yeah. tell you one time yeah. that guy came on uh you know, he's he's on that uh sitcom with Cedric the Entertainer. Mm-hmm. And uh when that show was new, he came on Bullseye with Jesse Thorne. Yeah. My public radio show. Mm-hmm. I don't think anyone who has ever come on the show has more delivered in person in an extended interpersonal interaction, their brand mm-hmm. than Max Greenfield did. I was like, cause he's obviously wonderful on new girl, wonderful on that sitcom. I was like, Oh, this guy is just the most delightful and gracious human being you've ever met in your life. Yeah. Well, you Very can see him well. be gracious alongside me, a pretty gracious dude myself. Eh. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's fair. No Max um, Greenfield. I mean, you're more yeah. than most, but... It's me, Max Greenfield. Amber Benson from Buffy the Freaking Vampire Slayer and the great novelist Dana Schwartz. We're all going to be doing this event. You can go see it in LA. You can live stream it. And if you want uh, signed copies of everybody's books, uh, you can get them. And they, they ship anywhere in the US. It's orphanbooksinc.com slash shop. That's orphanbooksinc.com slash shop. Uh, we got the bubble graphic novel up there. To Eisner nominations for that thing. Uh, not only will I sign it, but I will personalize it. So you can go there in the notes. You can, any fucking thing you want, I'll write in this book. Got to get a son. I'll I'll do write something in a Liam Neeson voice. Any any dumb reference you'll to write, this show. You'll write The Hit King. You'll write Charlie Hustle. You'll write I Bet on Baseball. 
Uh, you'll write. Sorry, I'm thinking of things that Pete Rose will write on anything. He'll <laughs> yeah, write sure. on anything. <laughs> right. Yep. Yes. I anything Pete Rose will write on a baseball. I will write in a copy of our graphic novel bubble. I want at least one Pete Rose. Pete Rose thing out of this. Uh, orphanbooksinc.com slash shop. Uh, yeah, you can get books from me, Dana Schwartz, Amber Benson, Max Greenfield. And uh, yeah, it all goes to a really good cause, the Entertainment Community Fund. They're, they're, they're doing great work uh, helping out all the folks out there on the picket lines. And you can always support them directly at entertainmentcommunity.org, too. Yeah, there you go. A lot, lot, lot of good ways to help out. We're, of course, always supported by the members of Maximum Fund. This week, we are also supported by the folks at factor. I happen to have had a very busy... This is what will happen in my week Mm -hmm. sometimes, Jordan. Yeah. I will have an interview for Bullseye. It will start at 1 Mm p.m. or 1.30 p.m., something like that. And I'll spend my morning desperately preparing for this interview. It will get to be 12.30, and I will realize that I have 35 minutes or whatever before the interview starts. And I can either spend that time uh, cooking lunch or preparing for my interview. And I know I have to eat something. And so I end up like desperately trying to flail around in my kitchen, trying to figure out what will take three minutes for me to put into my mouth so that there's food in my stomach when I meet Smokey Robinson or whatever. Sure. And usually you're just, oftentimes you just dump a bag of flour in there, right? Two times, Jordan, Mm -hmm. this week. Not just flour. I mean, whatever I have on hand. Flour, sugar. Cornstarch. Cornstarch. Two different times this week this happened to me where I did not make a good plan as to what I was going to eat for lunch. And then I realized that I had to like eat something now or else I would be hungry and faint while I was supposed to be working in the afternoon. And I happened to have factor in my fridge. I had a delicious turkey chili with zucchini. Oh, Yeah. It was it was fantastic. I've had, had that a, same jerky chili, Jesse. It is really tasty. I had an and I had a nice uh, pomodoro as well. So I did. I had two different lovely meals that were just waiting for me, ready to eat in my refrigerator. Thanks to Factor, and yeah. they were real meals. Yeah, they're totally they're real meals. Uh, you got you got veggies. You got great proteins. Uh, I myself, I had the jalapeno lime cheddar chicken with spicy cilantro cauliflower rice. Uh, really good. It's ready quick. It's America's number one ready to eat meal kit. Um, yeah, it's awesome. It's it's great when you're when you're in a rush. You can have uh, real food. Tons of flavor. Uh, you know, I was like, am I going to have to dress this thing up with my own condiments? No, tons of flavor in these. Uh, yeah, they're fast. They're tasty. They got real veggies in them. Uh, yeah, save, your, save yourself some trouble. Uh, you know, stop, stop, stop dumping money into those delivery at, apps. Uh, Factor is really, really good. Head to factormeals.com slash JJGo50 and use code JJGo50 to get 50% off. That's code JJGo50 at factormeals.com slash jjgo50 to get 50% off. It's Jordan, Jesse, go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Eliza Skinner, clankety car. The legend. The legend (laughs) returns once again. Legend, where are you? Where are you? Where are you going to be in Portland? The Siren Theater. Oh, 
what's the Siren Theater? It's a theater in Portland. Portland, Oregon. Look out, sailors. You'll be tempted (laughs) to sail to the Siren Theater. Yeah. Also, if you're driving, pull over your car because it's the Siren. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, yeah. it's it's a theater in Portland, Oregon. I'm going to be there September 15th and um, tickets are available now. I'll be so funny. (laughs) I was at the flea market the other day. Yeah. I'm talking to this genial flea market guy. I like sure. a lot. Mm-hmm. Older man with white curly hair. Mm-hmm. Love that. Love yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I was buying some World's Fair collectibles. This sounds very you. And he says, you're a uh, performer, right? And I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm a podcaster, but I tour sometimes a little bit. And he's like, oh, you ever play the the Neptune Theater? And I was like, actually, yeah, I actually played that on, on tour with him. He says, Oh, I own that theater. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> anyway, that's Weird. what's going on with me in theaters. Nice. Yeah, way to go. I think he owns it with some other family members, I think. Uh, yeah, I you know, that's a lot. You met James from... Neptune? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I went to, I was uh, I was mall walking today with a friend of mine. A friend of mine, like. I was mauled today. Oh, <laughs> yeah. it's pretty much the same thing. Um, he it's, He's doing like mall walking as a. Um, as a, 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 a physical therapy thing because he had like a heart attack. And so anyway, um, I was very excited when this all came, not with the heart attack came up, but when the mall walking came well, up. Because I was like, Orange Julius oh came boy, up. Yes, do you need someone to go with you? Will you mind like just kind of lingering around a hot topic while I pick up horrible earrings and look at them? Um so yeah, so we're mall walking, and he, from doing his mall walking, has become friends with one of the salespeople at Gucci. So like we went to the Gucci store and started. Um, he had, there were all these like security guys and cops around. Do you guys know about this thing that's happening now? That like, like huge gangs of people will go into high end luxury places. Oh, and my just, friend like, my does friend, this. <laughs> my friend Dallas used to do that in the eighties. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was like huge gangs now. Of I mean, I don't know if it's I don't mean like gang, like huge groups of people doing it. Um, and. Yeah, and so we were just going and asking. He and his friends, the decepts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I forgot why I started telling this story, but anyway, but you the guy were mall was... walking, and you met the Gucci. Yeah, the Gucci guy was great. I now I'm carried away by just remembering how funny this dude was. It's the guy that works at Gucci. Yeah, I yeah. bet you know you got to be, you got to bring a certain amount of heat to working at Gucci because I'll tell you this: I don't think Gucci is hiring. Gucci is not hiring low quality, overqualified people. You're Do you ta- understand what I'm saying? You mean ugly people? I'm, no, I'm talking about no. No, I'm you mean, you mean Gucci that. hires I'm lookers? Saying, it's true. I'm they saying do. you don't get a if you are, are a square jaw. I get it. If you are a shitty, boring, uncompelling person right, who has a shoulders. PhD, <laughs> okay, uh-huh. you don't get a job at Gucci because they're like, well, they got a PhD, right? You get a job at Gucci because you are. Qual- a qualified on of hair. qualified on paper to work retail, but you're bringing the fucking fire. Hmm. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like you're you've clear piercing eyes, piercing eyes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. That's the that's what I'm talking about. Fucking Gucci, dude. Yeah, I love them all. Does this Gucci person have piercing eyes? No, no, no. Do you shop while you're mall walking? A little bit. Yeah, yeah, and definitely. You know, I go in the Spencers and the Hot Topic. Spencers way downhill. Yeah, wow. what's in a Spencer's gifts these days? It's basically a hot topic for pervs. 
Oh, really? Yeah. Downhill, like, you say? This sounds <laughs> <laughs> like all the like get my ass to a Spencer. There was a whole wall of T-shirts that were all like, "What's on my like?" Just, just the grossest. <laughs> what's on, were you about to say what's on my dick? <laughs> yeah, I was about to say what's on my dick. What's on my dick? Cum, is it cum? <laughs> um, but it's like that level of jokes where it's like that's not a joke. It's just sure. a bunch of gross words on a T-shirt. <laughs> um, and then of course, like a few like I heart milfs, which are like. Like that, I respect that. Sure, um, but yeah, we salute our nation's milfs. Like, yeah, just walls of, of dirty t-shirts. Wow, it's like who is this for? That's like kind of where it was because I what I, what I remember as Spencer's gifts. It's yeah, like uh, I mean a lot of like dirty posters. Yeah, uh, penis shaped pasta. So a little shelf of like yeah. bachelorette party. Yeah, items. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, a little corner of like legit sex store sure. items, like things you could also find in a sex. And store. then around. Halloween just the most terrifying realistic mask. Yes, that that'll be fun. Um but yeah, no the rest of it is just like and the and and tracing it back to its origin like who is Spencer? Mm, who is Spencer? And he gives right. terrible gifts. These <laughs> <laughs> well, don't got invite out of, Spencer to anything. Once Spencer for hire got out of the detective business. Ugh. He sold it to Hawk, and then mm-hmm. he goes to like one baby shower and people are like he's not our friend anymore. Boner pasta. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you know what I like about Spencer for Hire. Hmm. The di- you know, you guys know detective fiction legend Spencer for Hire. Never saw it, but I know the reference. Okay, there's a ser- long series of novels mm-hmm. in addition to a long-running television show, recent Marky Mark movie, mm-hmm. etc. Et he had the big mustache and the Hawaiian shirt. And I only watch Funky Bunch movies. Got it. Mm-hmm. So Spencer Friend for with Hire. The chopper. My dad was into uh, Spencer for Hire novels, so I, I read a fair few of them. Mm-hmm. Um, Because they would just be sitting around the house. What I loved about Spencer for Hire is this guy, you know, this guy was a regular kind of bruising Joe. Like this wasn't some, you know, this wasn't some fancy fucking whatever. But, man, did he have an answering service. I just would love to have an answering service. Mm. I'd love to just put a quarter in a payphone, dial a number, and have a nice woman tell me who's called. That's what I want. Is it is it that or is it all the artifice around it? The like being a cool detective in the eighties that you want and that is what would make you feel like you had achieved it? Or is I, it really just the No, it's the answering service. Yeah, like no. I want to be able to I also I feel like want you can get that. To give people a number and say, call my answering hmm. service. I think you can get that with like but Google. Now they're just gonna say, but now they're just number one, you don't. They don't have people, only robots work at Google. Oh, so you want them to call a person? And I want the person them to call write a person, writes it down. Then later, I call that person on a payphone. You know who used that to have person a, tells me. You know who used to have a service? Who? My sister. Really? Yeah, when wow. she first moved to New York to be a New York actress. Yes. All the New York actors had ser- had services. So they get calls. Yeah, and they would call up, and yeah, the lady would read all of their it, messages. Is it kind of like them. sort out fans, right? Like, is it? No, I think it's because at that time. Well, probably at that time they could have just used a, um, uh, um, like the kind of like answering a, machine. An answering you can machine. Call. Yeah, but I think what before it was vestigial for when you couldn't really call it, so they would have to check their messages when they're like out and about. Right. And if you can't just call and get it on an answering machine, then there's yeah. a I I kind of know what you mean, Jesse. Of like, oh, there are parts of being a you know seventies eighties private detective that do sound appealing. I don't want the answering service, but I do want to get drunk at four. Yeah, <laughs> I think both of those seem really yeah, or just anytime donuts. Yeah, 
Yeah, just... change your clothes in the car. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. I'd and it's like a fun quirk. Like, ah, look at this guy. Look at this quirk this guy's got. Yeah, yeah. Being able to, like, change your clothes, uh, uh, have a drink all out of the trunk of your car while you're yeah. explaining why you charge the per diem that you do. Right, yes. Mm-hmm. And people you know, underestimate you because you're such a mess, and then you solve the case. Exactly. You know what I think I'd like to do? Hmm. And I've never used an electric shaver you know the kind with the with the round heads that spin around. You know what I'm talking about. Too modern. I, I, I just didn't didn't come up. Okay. I never have either. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Uh, but I would love to have some context where I'm sort of walking around using that mm-hmm. outdoors. Right. Well, mm-hmm. someone's where you're getting or giving exposition. Yeah. 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 Like Maybe I'm, open in the refrigerator, backlit, naked, shaving. No. 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 I'm talking about. You just like, want more business. <laughs> you just want more stage business. I'm to talking do. about like. Like as I like get onto or off of a boat, maybe, mm-hmm. or like, or as I'm like slamming a car door behind me. Oh, you want to be a busy guy? Yeah, but not like a not like a yuppie, uh, not like a yuppie. Like I've got a cellular telephone. Mm-hmm. No, that's a showy answer. guy. Like not a car phone. Yeah, guy. Yeah, you don't want to be a showy guy. You're not showing off how busy you are. I'm a but guy you who's are like, busy. But I, I'm just like. Oh, okay, have a look. I'm facing the day. Here. Here's what here's what I here's here's my move. We gotta like. take here's what I this. like to do in that zone. You open the fridge, mm-hmm. get out the thing of Chinese food with the two chopsticks uh-huh. sticking up. It's 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 open. Two right. chopsticks sticking out. You sniff it. Ooh. Put it back in the fridge. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. Wow. He can't even take care of himself. Uh, uh, people but are, I bet he can but take he care can of this case. Do the case. Yeah. I've underestimated him. Mm-hmm. Boom, I solved mm-hmm. the case. Drunk at four. Jordan, yeah. I think you could probably feed bug like Elliot Gould in The Long Goodbye. Sure, yeah. I think that's what, at the end of the day, if if Jordan and I, Eliza, I'm not going to speak for you. Sure. Uh, you could Thank be a you. real Miss Marple if I've, you want to. I gave Jesse permission to speak for me a long time ago. It was a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> I wish uh, it was irrevocable. Yeah. I just signed what was in front of me. Of attorney. <laughs> yep. mm-hmm. uh, but I think for you and I, Jordan, if we are going to aspire to uh, a private eye lifestyle. I think the best that we could realistically shoot for is Elliot Gould in The Long Goodbye. Yeah, no, like I mean that's wandering past some <laughs> some seventies Hollywood types doing naked yoga on sure. a patio, mumbling at some cats. Yeah, I am three quarters of the way there. <laughs> Makes sense to me. But uh, uh, just uh, one more thing before I go. <laughs> God, if good. this goodbye is yeah. so long, uh, when does it turn around and become a hello? I ask because my wife, she's always saying that I say goodbye too <laughs> yeah. long. And we get to the That's hello. Really so uh, Eliza knows what short, what's in her future. <laughs> We're all going to start competing detective agencies. Oh, God. Yeah, I'm going to get all the cases. You know why? Never miss a fucking call. That's why. <laughs> mm-hmm. You guys are so busy trying to remember the secret code you have to press in to get the answering unless machine you to have give a, you. Unless you have a wacky lady working at that call center. And she's like, ah, it says that um, Mr. Moonshine needs you to call about a whiskey. I mean, Mr. Whiskey <laughs> needs you to call about a... Oh, gosh. I'm sorry, Barry. You know? He's always mixing stuff up. My name up. is Barry. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, yeah, Eliza, you celebrating the summer any kind of way? 
You enjoying any summer activities? Oh, yeah, man. I am staying inside in the air conditioning. <laughs> and yeah, occasionally bro. taking my elderly dog inside of a tote bag out to the street to let him pee and sniff some stuff. And then both of us hurry back inside to the air conditioning. Hell yeah. This, mm-hmm. this summer, to me, this summer is the summer of uh, I found out that there's an app in my phone that turns on the air conditioning in my car. Whoa. Nice. Yeah. That's that's where I'm at. So you can start Sick. cooling her down on your way to the car. Oh, yeah. Oh, Beautiful. E- maybe even before I'm on my way to the car. Oh, my gosh. Like while I'm getting my shit together. How about that? Nice. It's great. So can it, it heat the seats up in the winter? It can... It can cool the seats down in the summer, baby. What? Yeah. That's a technology an, now? Cars come with air hockey seats now. What? Yeah. So it's blowing air up in your... Right. No wonder you need to get those well, samples out. Yeah. <laughs> can it extract the sample while you're driving? <laughs> yeah. Air bidet. Uh, uh, so air bud. Yeah, there you go. Hey. Yeah. There's nothing air. in the rule book that says a dog can't... Wash your tank. Extract sample <laughs> from mm-hmm. here. Exactly. Uh, Mrs. Moonshine, about a whiskey? Or a... I'm sorry, Barry. <laughs> I'm sorry I said the oh, dog you, cleaned your taint. You did get a call from Mr. Taint. Oh, no, I'm sorry. That was somebody else. Mr. A. Bud called? <laughs> yeah, how about you? How are you keeping cool? Um, mostly that that butt cooling, and yeah. uh, by celebrating this summer boy lifestyle. Yes. Oh yeah. If you have, if you're out there and you're celebrating the summer boy lifestyle, remember, no matter what your gender is, two zero six nine eight four four fun or JJ go at maximumfun.org for those voice memos. Here's a summer boy right now. Hello to Jordan and Jesse and producer Matt and your beloved guest. This is Jackson in Minneapolis with some summer boy shit. I was just riding home uh, on my bicycle, passed by a sign that somebody posted up on a utility pole that just said, Good Vibes. It's a whole sign advertising the concept of good vibes. Felt good, man. Love the show. Love you guys. Happy summer. Love you too. Love those vibes. That guy had a vibe like, and I don't know if he's called before, but he did have a vibe of like, I always call. Oh, <laughs> you know it's me. me, the guy who's always calling. Mm-hmm. I thought you were going to say he has a vibe of a guy who's starred in a live stage production of an episode of the original series of Star Trek. <laughs> <laughs> like a local theater actor who's mm-hmm. really passionate about mm-hmm. it. Yeah, I, I, uh, I, I feel like all of these vibe things are like, I don't trust them. You don't trust How vibes. So? I, well, no, the like demands for good vibes. Mm. Oh, well, that's fair. I feel like they often come from bad vibe people. Would you say that the, so would you say that if you saw a sign that said good vibes, would you say that that was an offer of good vibes or a demand for good vibes? It depends on the font. Right. And the placement. So let's talk typeface. Helvetica. (laughs) Okay. Helvetica, that's a demand. (laughs) Comic Sans. That's an offer. Okay, great. A third one. Or really passive aggressive demand. Ooh, that is. Fixed width. Yeah, yeah, no, that's also a demand. Um, yeah, it's just like uh, it, it's the same. It has the same sort of vibe as um, as the like. I'm not into drama. I hate drama. That was mm-hmm. like like right. oh, okay. Always right. people who create drama say that, and like good vibes only. It's always someone who is either like a disaster, or who is just gonna leave you hanging. They're like 
good vibes only with a sink full of dishes in your sink. Do right. you know what I'm saying? Yes. Right. It's like, oh shit, my bad. Sorry I didn't show up to lunch. Let's go to Vegas. Good vibes. Yeah. She's like, well, now it's, well, it's good vibes for you, but not mm-hmm. for me. I got to mm-hmm. clean the Vegas. I'm- <laughs> <laughs> got to clean the whole Vegas. Yeah. Um, and I'm also biased because my neighbor has a... a, a the, uh, an air freshener hanging in her car that says good vibe zone and right. she called me a bitch once. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. For no reason. What sort of, well, what sort of vibes were you putting out there? Yeah, what kind of vibes are we talking about? I had pulled, we have to back down our street. What kind of vibes, Lionel Hampton? Uh, cooler than you. Wow. Okay. That was, I mean, not you, the, that was what I was putting uh, out towards her. Cooler than everyone else. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So Lionel Hampton type mm-hmm. of <laughs> Got it. I mean, she, I, I was like, hey, I'll pull over and let you back up. And she was like, but that's where I like to back into, you bitch. And I'm like, wow, we're going to keep living near each other. Someone needs to take a good hard look at their own air freshener. Yeah, and her air freshener with a little surfboard on it. Like, good vibes allowed. Probably got that at Spencer's gift. Yeah. Probably. I do have a new car air freshener, despite the fact that I have an old car. So I know about air fresheners that lie. Oh yeah. What is? Oh, <laughs> so yours is just subtly lying. Yeah, it's by producing the smell of a new car. Yeah, in a, you know, older car. Yeah, that's like trying to pass off highlights. Like that's just how it is. It's true. Are you gaslighting yourself with an air freshener? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I can understand it. Somebody's got to do it. I prefer hey, that it's you better use than electric lighting in there, but gassing yourself. <laughs> Never mind. That's true. Cut that out. Cut that out, Matt. <laughs> cut, Matt, cut that out. Matt, make it louder. Hell yeah. <laughs> cut it out. Matt, play it again and make it louder. Cut Can you put some reverb on that. No. <laughs> Can you make that wet? Nope. Make it wet. Don't do it. Yeah. Don't make it wet. Make the gas wet. Don't make it. Make it wet. Wetter. Put some stank on it. Two zero six nine eight four four fun. JJ go at maximumfun.org. We're taking momentous occasions. We are. We're taking Summer Boys. Yep. Uh, We're taking, you got a call for one of our beloved signature segments? Sure. Give us a call. That's not just a thing, Eliza, where people just have something they want to call and tell us about, and so they claim that it's for one of our beloved signature segments. It's a bunch of stuff that we thought of because we work really hard on the show. Yeah. And you're taking all of them. Yeah. Because you have a very specific set of skills. Exactly. (laughs) Calling the woman at the answering service. Yes, just let him be from Ireland in the movies. Don't yeah, make you know, him it, do. It was weird. That I'm, part was a little. Come I'm on. not like walking down Wall Street shaving. It's like I'm like in no. a. No, you're you're untying your boat from the dock, and it's yeah, a nice like boat, but not like so to, nice. Exactly. Yeah, I get it. Okay, you're a busy you. guy. Thank you. That would be fascinating I'm to someone taking, seeing I'm a you from guy afar. Who's like taking care of business. Yeah. Even though I was maybe I was started drinking at four, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, but you're not gonna go back into that life. No, you can't be a pool hustler anymore. No, you know, you 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 got you, your money, you bought hard. your boat, you You've got done out. things to men, and you know, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> down at the docks, sure, mm-hmm. things, men. Ooh, this guy's lived. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jessica. La 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 la. The following pro wrestling contest is scheduled for one fall. Making their way to the ring from the Tights and Fights podcast are the baddest trio of audio, the hair to beware, Danielle Radford. It really is great hair. The Brit with a permit to hit, Lindsay Kell. The queen is dead. Long live the 
queen! And the fast-talking, fist-clocking Hal Uplin! See, I can wrestle and be an announcer. Get ready for tights and fights! Listen every Saturday or face the pain. Find us on Maximum Fun! Now ring the bell! I'm Emily Heller. And I'm Lisa Hannawalt. And we're the hosts of Baby Geniuses. We've been doing our podcast for over 10 years. When we started, it was about trying to learn something new every episode. Now it's about us trying to actively get stupider. And it's working. (laughs) Hang out with us and you'll hear us chat about... Gardening. Horses. Various problems with our butts. And all the weird stuff that makes us horny. That's so weird, all that stuff. (laughs) Baby Geniuses, a show for adult idiots. Every other week on Maximum Fun. Baby Geniuses, we know everything. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Eliza Skinner, clankety car. Mm-hmm. Honk, honk. Can, giggity, giggity, giggity. Can I tell you something? <laughs> I think 12 years ago, maybe on this show, our friend Al Madrigal, the man of a thousand voices, came on. Always a joy to see the great Al Madrigal. Mm-hmm. Al Madrigal, of course, he brought his his whole suitcase full of characters, all his famous signature mm-hmm. characters. Props also? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was on his way to Portland, Oregon mm. at that time. So many people came up to him to tell him how excited they were to meet the man of a thousand voices Wow! in Portland, Oregon. Wow. That to this day, Al, who went on to be on The Daily Show, starring films. Sitcoms. Marvel, Marvel movie. Mm-hmm believes that we're successful. Wow. And that's the effect that I am hoping to have on Eliza Skinner. <laughs> yeah. Obviously, obviously, Eliza has a little more info. She's seen under the hood. She knows about, she knows more than Al did about the scale of our success. But I still think we can pull the wool over her eyes if enough Jordan Jesse go fans. Oh, yeah. I mean, when I, when I go to... Um airports i have to be really careful to not get mobbed by all of the jordan Jessica just yelling clankety car at you clankety! yeah and people are like me. okay honk honk and yes it, <laughs> yeah. honk, honk. and like three or four people who don't know what's going on are all like what is that and i'm like right don't worry bet, about it <laughs> eliza i bet if someone bought a ticket to the if somebody bought a ticket to the show in portland mm-hmm. i i hope someone does <laughs> and they said and they said clankety car to you, would you be willing to say Hong Kong? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I she thought, thought about right. it. She considered it. I did. So this is sincere. Yeah, my, my knee-jerk, like, uh, bad teen wanted to be like, get the fuck out of here. But then I was like, I'm no, not going to hog for you. I, w- I would actually enjoy that. Yeah. Yeah, that would be fun, right? Yeah, yeah. At the end of the day, the truth is, I think we can all admit, it would be kind of fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But but you can't heckle it. P- no. No, no, no. No. Dude, has any Jordan Jesse Go listener ever heckled anything? No. I've, if they have, I think that it would only be the um, the uh, helpful heckle. That when people sometimes, especially when I'm drinking, I have had friends and possibly family members mm-hmm. who had problems with helpful heckling. Because um, a lot of times comedians will, especially when they're starting out, will ask rhetorical questions to the crowd. And they'll be like, hey, who here watches Game of Thrones, you know? And everybody's like, hey. 
and then people, I, my family will be like, I, no, I don't. I've I don't been watch to get the to show. It. There's just a lot of TV. It's like, where There's do I start? And I tried once, but so many names to remember. And I, I'm like, thought oh, I'd wa- I thought I'd watched it, but it was the Lord of the Rings show. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, and then they're like, where's why, Lego? Why did everybody get mad at me? I was answering. I'm, and I'm like, two episodes just... into the bear, I don't know if it's clicking for me. <laughs> yeah, so I'm like, that that actually counts as heckling. I know it doesn't right. feel like it in your soul. But yeah, I think probably I w- the rowdiest a Jordan Jesse Go listener has ever gotten at a live performance. Maybe someone yelled "I love you" when there was a lull at the Radio Lab live show. Yeah, <laughs> that's fair. Jed, I got, <laughs> too, I got too excited. I'm sorry. Abra, I also went to. I also went to Oberlin. <laughs> we both went to Oberlin. Right, <laughs> Oberlin-related heckles. <laughs> I could see. I could see a few Jordan Jesse Go listeners in Code Pink. A couple of Jordan Jesse Go listeners have met Medea Benjamin mm-hmm. and they've heckled a congressperson at some point. Okay. All right. Yeah, yeah. I I meant strictly like comedy show right. style well, heckling. Like, I don't know what you think about Congress. Oh, Oh wow! Put it on a T-shirt. <laughs> I because you know don't pitch your T-shirt ideas to me. Just put them straight on the shirt. Flap, flap, flap. Sounds like Congress is coming up in those giant fucking shoes. I'm gonna get Mr. Spencer on the phone. <laughs> oh, I was, I'm talking to Mr. Spencer. He says, uh, "Can we give the clown a giant dick, <laughs> <laughs> or a very, very small one? I'm doing either the thing, way, but it can't be in the middle. I'm doing the thing where I cover the phone <laughs> when I don't want the person to hear. Yeah, yeah does anybody sure. ever mind like pressing mute? No. no, you have Let's to get that started. Cover the, but that might just be that you're dialing for an op. You're trying to get to the operator. Well, let's say if I was like, if I, you guys are seeing me doing it, and I'm like, yeah, yeah no, we're totally gonna be there. Boop, we're not going, are we? Okay, okay but you did. Oh, so, so what you did, the thing that worked there. Mm-hmm. You sold it in your space work, and I can tell that you've instructed improv. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, <laughs> the only part of improv worth Jesse, that was mean. <laughs> Jess, come on, man. <laughs> what, what I slam the guests like that. <laughs> what I saw in your in your space work there was that you looked to the phone. To, you really established it. Mm-hmm. You really concretized it. You mm-hmm. had it in your hand, and you and you threw to it. You booped. Yeah, well, you did make the, a boop sound, but for, that was for the at-home listener. Yes, exactly. And then I think the boop help. I think the boop would help IRL. Yeah, yeah. I and then it as w- you, it wouldn't if you were trying to do it secretly. If you are trying to mute a call and not have that person know, don't say, don't boop. say boop. Don't say boop. Okay, go ahead. As you were sharing what I'll call mommy's little secret, mm-hmm. you cheated the phone out, which I think oh. really mm-hmm. sold. Because it was yeah, look where I'm we're, on the phone I'm, with them. Yeah. And they're, I just mute it. So you, you can't take your time to I, answer. And I think if we if we cheat the phone out like that, yeah, it's sort of a little bit like covering the answer. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's it. Uh, Jesse, you hit the volume button. Oh, they've been well, listen- they heard everything. They've been listening no! to everything. Now you put it on speakerphone. <laughs> wow! How did I get this job? It's you need an answering service. <laughs> just have some them call you on that answering service. Eliza Skinner, uh, where is this Portland show and when so that everyone can buy tickets? It's at the Siren Theater on September 15th. Um, and uh, there's links in my 
my, this Siren Theater, this is a hot spot in Portland. They're bringing yeah. in all the they're bringing in all the stars. Yeah, yeah, a lot of people. Uh, uh, Larry Kilmartin, um, you know, all kinds of comics. Fucking legend, Larry yeah. Kilmartin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Laurie, I think Larry Kilmartin might literally be my hero. Um, sorry, no offense to you. I love no. a big Eliza Skinner fan too. It would be too much of uh, an, too too much of a weight on my shoulders mm-hmm. to yeah. have to live up to your, your hero worship. Yeah, well, I I lack among other things her powerful swimmer shoulders. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's why. And also, you seem to get tired on long walks. So, yeah. <laughs> you know. so both of those things. Uh, okay. Well, I hope everyone will in Portland will go out to see it. Probably yeah. a few people drive down from Seattle. Yeah, sure. It's drive down night. from Seattle. Uh, well. Uh, Discuss Vancouver, the Vancouver, small differences Vancouver, between your Washington. Side, yes, get mad sideways. at each other for some reason. Yeah, um, yeah. Eliza Skinner, uh, one of the funniest people, one of the funniest stand-up comics. Uh, oh, you will laugh comic. your ass off. Uh, go to the show. Go to the show. This is the time to, to go. Show. Go do and enjoy things. Enjoy things. Enjoy laughter. I, mean, I think it, I do honestly think that seeing live performances are it, it's like hugely important for human beings' spirit and our country specifically and with all of this like AI stuff happening with entertainment live performance is like the one thing AI yes, can't yeah, perhaps. do um, perhaps that will be the way until we get that... the more of those hologram things oh yeah yeah. I'd love it if uh, AIs could write our laws because these guys oh boy put it on a t-shirt okay okay Spencer's asking, can the AIs have a big dick? Or a yeah. very small one? Or, yeah. I, uh... <laughs> Can't be in the middle. Can't be in the middle. Can't you, be in standard dick. Yes. Have you not met my congressman, Big Johnson? <laughs> ah, yes. He invited me for liquor in the front and poker oh, in the rear. Oh, man. I'm in the wrong district. I'm in the co-ed naked district. <laughs> Uh, big well, dog is my congressman. Uh, yeah. The view uh, never changes. Something, something, something. Sure. Uh, okay. Don't blame me. I voted for no fear. <laughs> <laughs> ah, finally, something funny happens. <laughs> well, you got to sell that to Medea Benjamin. <laughs> okay. Uh, Matt Lieb is our producer. Brian Sunny D. Fernandez is our uh, producer emeritus. Our theme music is Love You by The Free Design, courtesy of The Free Design and Light in the Attic Records. Um, we're headed to London, England, so I hope we'll see you in London, England if you live in Europe or the United Kingdom. And uh, you can find us on social media at Jordan David Morrison at put this dot on on Instagram uh, at Jordan Jesse Go and Facebook.com slash Jordan Jesse Go and uh, MaximumFun.reddit.com. And we'll talk to you next time on Jordan Jesse Go. I'll hug you and kiss you and love you. Love you. Love you. Love you. Love you. Love you. Maximum Fun, a worker-owned network of artist-owned shows, supported directly by you.